0: Welcome to episode 51 of the I Want to Party with Bob, Bobcast. Yes, the podcast that finds your lack of faith disturbing. This is a Star Wars themed episode. May the 4th be with you. This one is coming out of hyperspace on May the 4th. Yes, may the 4th be with you indeed. We also have a very special guest on this episode. San Diego's favorite Star Wars fan and radio person, Tim Piles. Yes, I knew Tim was a fan of Star Wars enough to have a discussion with him about star wars at least and tim is a rad person today may the 4th is also mr Piles' birthday happy birthday to you tim and happy star wars day to you all the foes will be with you always yes excellent uh, ben kenobi impersonation there uh, before i get too mired down in the star wars quotes and whatnot let's talk about what's coming up in this episode Like I said, we have Tim Piles as a special guest of this episode and a recent talk I had with him about Star Wars stuff. Tim and I did a Star Wars Mad Lib. Those are pretty fun, right? Yeah, they're fun. Tim got hit with nine Star Wars trivia questions. One question for each movie of the Skywalker saga. That's episodes one through nine. Stay tuned to see how he fared in this trivia contest from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. There was a prize for the successful completion of the trivia contest, a $50 gift card to San Diego's finest independent bookstore, Mysterious Galaxy, such a rad and great place. We'll be hearing more from them later in the episode. We have Star Wars songs. The very first song, the song you're hearing right now, is by John Cougar Concentration Camp, and that song is called Half-Assed Jedi. We'll have the song Chewbacca by Supernova later in this episode. And at the very end, the Star Wars classic Fetz Vet by none other than MC Chris himself. All great songs by great bands who love Star Wars in one way or another. Like me. Yeah. Let me say a few words about Star Wars before we get to the main event, the interview with Mr. Tim Piles. I have a lot to say about Star Wars. Yeah, I really do. I do. I'm a huge fan and I have been since I saw Episode 4, or as I knew it then, Star Wars, when I was seven years old in 1977. That shit, it changed my life. It really did. Star Wars, it truly did. I played with all the Star Wars toys as a kid. I collected the toys as an adult, though I do not anymore. I do have better things to spend my money on. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do. I really do. (laughs) I've seen every movie, seen most of the TV shows, though I haven't seen all of the Clone Wars series. I'm working on it. Also, the cartoon, the Disney thing, Resistance. I haven't seen any of that series yet. I've read a lot of the legacy series of books that started really with Splinter of the Mind's Eye by Alan Dean Foster in 1978, and that legacy series really picked up steam with a Thrawn trilogy by Timothy Zahn in 1991 with the book Heir to the Empire. Those books used to be part of what was called the Expanded Universe, or EU, but Disney killed all that after they purchased the Star Wars franchise. Uh, that's kind of a story in and of itself. One I kind of, I hope to get to in a future Bobcast. I'm not sure at this moment. However, the EU or Legends series of books, if you include everything, young adult short stories, everything, number around 381 books. Holy shit, that's crazy! And that's all stuff that went on outside of the movies and cartoons and whatever. Yeah, that's fucking insane. That's crazy. I thought I had read most of them. Uh, I don't think so. I think I have two decent-sized bookshelves, okay, in my house, one in my garage, one in the house, and both bookshelves are completely full of Star Wars books. And I would guess, you know, maybe 150, maybe 200 books I have, something like that. That's, yeah, nerd alert. Yeah, yeah, that's a nerd alert right there in and of itself, for sure. Uh, I do have two Star Wars tattoos. Yes, I, I do. I love Star Wars. I truly do. What I'm going to do here, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of what I think or my opinion of the Star Wars movies and stuff, and then we'll move on, okay? Episode 1 through Episode 3, I will lump them together. I think I'm not going to go movie by movie in this case. I was really excited when Episode 1 came out. So excited that Davey and I went to the Midnight Showing, the very first showing of The Phantom Menace. When it came out, oh, it was a big deal. Uh... It was a little bit of a letdown. I was slightly disappointed, but it was rad to see Jedi, like, fighting, and, you know, the story was okay. I mean, it was okay. I think through the series of the three movies, it did an okay job of explaining, you know, kind of explaining Anakin's rise and fall, the rise of the Emperor, the rise of the Galactic Empire, et cetera, et cetera. It was okay. The CG was gnarly, and even, wow, yeah, it was a little too heavy pretty intense I think and that took that detracted from the movie made it really feel not very real at all episode three was filmed almost entirely on green screen I remember seeing like some behind the scenes thing and it was like oh um, yeah we we filmed this movie almost entirely on a green screen because um you know we can fucking George Lucas dude yeah he kind of fucked up with those movies but you know what I didn't make them I shouldn't talk too much shit that's that shit's a lot of, that's hard work. It's a lot of hard work. There were some holes in the story and plot line, whatever. In the end, they're just movies. Okay, they serve their purpose. They're water under the bridge. Jar Jar Binks, eh, whatever. It's gone. All right, fine. Episodes four through six. Oh boy, the classics, really. Episode four I saw in 1977 in the theater several times, probably like three or four times. And episode four, such a great movie. So groundbreaking when it came out. As a little kid watching it, holy shit, blew my mind. There had never been anything like it ever before. I don't really think there has been anything like that movie since in a lot of ways either, honestly. Episode 5, Empire Strikes Back, that is my favorite Star Wars movie of all time. Story, 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 and tone. The tone is dark, betrayal, strange revelations, you know, Luke's kind of this shitty little kid still in Episode 5 the Yoda training stuff. Like, it's too hard. Shut up, Luke. God damn it. You're supposed to end up being this gnarly Jedi, but just do it. Quit complaining and try a little harder, Luke. Okay, well, he does. And uh, yeah, besides that, there is so much rad stuff going on in Empire Strikes Back. I I love that movie. Uh, And uh, episode six was made to sell toys. And that's about all that movie was about. Uh, Yeah, episode seven through nine. Oh, boy. Oh. These are tough. These are tough movies, a little bit for me. They're tough for me to talk shit about. They're tough for me to completely love in some ways. I do love all the new characters, especially Ray. Uh, the Ray character is fucking rad. I think she's fantastic. Finn and Poe as well. They They fit, I think. yeah, I, my favorites, so I would have to say, are Ray and Finn. I love both of those characters. Awesome. I do have some issues with those movies. You know what? But overall, I really like those movies. I really do. A Force Awakens. That was a great movie. It was fun. It was really good. But where the fuck's Luke? Oh, he's some, you know, hermit on an island because, goddammit, Luke is a giant baby. Going back to Empire Strikes Back, the dude's a fucking baby. Come on, dude. Luke. Luke, save the galaxy one more time. You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, come on, Luke. Why? Here's another question about The Force Awakens. Where's the Republic? Were they did they get that complacent in after fighting the Empire? You know the rebellion becomes the New Republic. Did they get that complacent that they're like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, let these people dress up like stormtroopers and run around taking over planets and shit. We'll try and solve this diplomatically with them. Yeah, uh, sounds strangely like how most uh, Americans are treating Donald Trump and his supporters right now. Yeah, we shouldn't be giving those fucking people an inch. I swear to God side note, sorry to get political for a minute. So I guess my point is, yeah, I do have some issues with the galaxy that is, is, is being portrayed in the force awakens the last Jedi. Oh boy. It's like they were trying to remake the empire strikes back and just fucking completely, utterly, miserably failed. That movie sucks. I'm sorry. I do not fucking like that movie at all. It has a couple things that are okay in it, but oh boy, that was a rough, rough movie to watch. It really was. It really was. Episode nine though. Uh, Good. Great. I saw it. I think, did I see it twice or three times in the theater? Whatever. I did see it more than once in the theater. I I loved it. There's some silly stuff. There's some plot holes, uh, silly stuff. Back to that for a second. The horse things they were riding on the top of a star destroyer. No, that was fucking stupid. No, no, I'm sorry. That was just that was just plain dumb. Not, not go. No, no, no. You don't need to do that shit. No, no. Why? Don't Lucasize this and throw fucking Ewok shit in there. No, man. Ah. Overall, though, I did love that. But but one more question. Where where the fuck did all these Sith troopers come from? The red stormtroopers? Were they living on that shithole planet Exegol with the emperor for like 30 years? Like, where do the, where, what the fuck was that? It's like all of a sudden, oh shit, there's a million star destroyers and all these staff and support crew on all, them. whoa, where'd they go? And then, you know, the end scene with Poe, you know, oh, we're all, that's it. We did our best. I can't do any more. You know, there's too many of them. Oh, okay. Oh, how sad but you're not alone. And then Lando very suavely comes out of space and saves the day. That was a rad fucking scene. But, but, but here's my question too. Where the fuck were all you people in The Last Jedi? You guys could have beat the shit out of the first order with all those ships. I mean, come on. All right. I'm putting too much into it. It's just a movie for God's sakes. But they, that was a great movie. I did love The Rise of Skywalker. I thought that was a fantastic movie. I liked the redemption of Ben Solo. I did. Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. I knew that was coming at some point for sure. And I did appreciate it, though. I thought it was okay. I thought it was pretty good. I'll get more into those movies at a future date. I think, you know, I didn't, I'm not even going to mention Rogue One or Solo or The Mandalorian or anything else. I loved all that, though. The Solo was probably my least favorite of those different things. Mandalorian was the top oh, the fucking Mandalorian was so good. So was Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. That was the only Star Wars movie. I saw that in the theater with my wife. That was the only Star Wars movie that she cried at. At the very end, when Jen Erso and the suave gentleman died, she was, yeah, she cried. That was a, oh, dude, that was a fucking great movie. It truly was. Now, I love Star Wars. I love Star Wars so much. Thank you all for joining me on this little side trip to the Star Wars galaxy. Definitely outside of what I normally talk about, for sure. Before we get to the rest of the episode, here are a few words from a new friend of the Bobcast. Yes, Rad Coffee Company. Then the song Chewbacca by the band Supernova. Then we'll get to the talk with Mr. Tim Piles. Stay tuned. One of the things I love more than anything else in this world is coffee, which begs the question, where can you get the best coffee in Southern California? In fact, the raddest coffee in Southern California, Rad Coffee in Upland, California, that's where. Want to know more about Rad Coffee? That's where I come in here. Let me read you Rad Coffee's mission statement. Rad Coffee's mission is to bring constant change and creativity to something as simple as a cup of coffee. By creating an environment that welcomes anyone and everyone and providing unique drinks that cannot be found anywhere, that is truly rad. Created by coffee lovers for the coffee lover. We wanted to bring people something different and something that everyone can enjoy. Whether it's the free spirits, a business person, your local handyman, the artist with tattoos all over their face, or last but definitely not least, you. We welcome you. Specialty coffee is what we serve. But we are certainly not your average specialty coffee shop. Our promise is that we will always serve the highest quality ingredients, keep experimenting with unique drinks and flavors, and most importantly, provide you with a smile to keep your day going because if there was no you, there would be no Rad. You are Rad Coffee. Together, we are Rad Coffee. Rad Coffee also has a fine selection of merch and some varieties of coffee available on their webpage for shipping, and that webpage is www.rad.coffee.com Rad Coffee is located at 232 North 2nd Avenue in Upland, California. You can also reach them by phone at 909-920-0788. Rad Coffee, no rest for the rad. I need more- Welcome to the I Want to Party with Bob. Star Wars May the 4th be with you special. Our special guest on this episode is none other than San Diego's number one Star Wars fan and all around Sith in training, Mr. Tim Piles. Welcome to the Bobcast, Tim.
1: Oh, Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. I'm guys- uh,
0: happy to be here. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to have you. All right. Before we get started... This episode is brought to you by the good people of Mysterious Galaxy, San Diego's independent bookstore that specializes in fantasy, sci-fi, young adult, mystery, and horror. We'll be hearing a few words about Mysterious Galaxy later on in the episode, so stay tuned for that. Now, here's the rundown. Here's what we're going to do. I have a few questions for you about Star Wars, kind of in general. Uh, We're going to do a couple of Star Wars Mad Libs, and last but not least... I've got nine Star Wars trivia questions for you, so search your feelings for the answers to those questions when they come up a little later. Let's start off. I'm going to ask you a couple of kind of general questions about Star Wars, Mr. Tim. All right. What led you to Star Wars? What, how did you discover Star Wars? How did you become a fan, I should say?
1: Um, well, gosh, I was uh, 11 years old, and, I mean, nobody really knew anything about it, um, but I won tickets from B-100, Radio station. I believe a couple uh, kids in my neighborhood had won some tickets. And I don't even know if I knew what Star Wars was other than the fact that those guys had won tickets and then I wanted to win tickets too. But of course, going to the film, like I don't remember. I mean, obviously, there weren't like, uh, you know, commercials as much as today. I mean, I don't remember any of that stuff really.
0: Wasn't Um, a big, like, inundation bombardment of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, um, I got to go see the film down at the Cinema 21 uh, at, a like, a radio station screening. So, I got to see it, you know, a couple days before it must have come out. And I was hooked immediately, you know?
0: Was that that the very first episode four or the very first Star Wars movie back in 77-ish?
1: 77. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Okay. But very vividly remember, you know, winning the tickets and getting to go. I probably saw it a couple times, maybe one other time, at least in the theaters.
0: All right. So that kind of started you on a lifetime of, of liking and or loving Star Wars in a way you would say?
1: Sure. Yeah. Cause I mean, when was that during the summer? Um, when did it, when did it premiere? Like
0: May, I think um, in May of 77. If I think, if I remember correct, I saw yeah, it during the then, summer you know, sometime too. So I remember it being summertime.
1: Because I just remember the toys and how weird that was. You know, this is the first film to start marketing, like, toys like that. Like, really, nobody had done it before. And Star Wars comes along, and I think, uh, you know, they partnered with somebody, but they had no expectations for it to be as big as it was. So that, that holiday, they, they had these certificates that you could buy and then mail to them. And then when they had the, the toys, the first four toys, that they would mail them to you along with uh, the, you know, stand.
0: And the yeah, the stand. Part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The, I remember and the, the whole stand. Thing. Yeah. So so I have that. I did that, you know. Oh, wow. Would you get that at the theater? Did they give that to you when you, when you like, bought tickets and saw the movie at the theater? Or was it, did you have to get it someplace no, else? No, I bought
1: it at a toy store in downtown La Jolla. There was a, 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 a small toy store, kind of a, you know, the, the, the toy store of, of the village of La Jolla back then. And I remember, it, you know, it was just a little cardboard thing hanging on a rack because <laughs> they just they didn't have they didn't have it yet. You know, wow. Kind wow. of an infamous story in in, in marketing of, of movie marketing, because, you know,
0: since then, of course, you know. Yeah, everything's tied into it. toys and any kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any kind of yeah. situation like Star but back Wars. Back then
1: it was kind of unheard of. It was definitely uncharted territory. so. They weren't prepared, and that's kind of a neat story. And then I've never uh, played with those. I mean, they're pretty pristine overall. The whole, the whole set, the whole stand. that came with the original four, and then you know whatever it filled out with. So I, I have that, and it's boxed up. I was kind of hoping it was worth like millions of dollars. That there's really <laughs> a more realistic amount that it's probably worth, which is a, a retirement. But hey. Eh. Maybe if I hang on to it a little longer. Oh, there you
0: go. Yeah,
1: and then well, I I didn't really collect anything uh, beyond that. Like in that era, I have that, but I don't have really any other Star Wars top uh, toys for, really from from those you know the three films that came out during my
0: you know, younger days. Oh, no kidding? Huh? Interesting.
1: Not 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 the same way. I mean, you know, I wasn't. You got to think about it too because. Yeah, in 77, I was 11 years old. And then by the time the next films came out, I was older. And, oh, you were you know, a teenager. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You were, yeah. You were I think ready. I
1: kind of moved on. Yeah. That's if you were good. <laughs> to, where, you, where I sit now in my, in my office back bedroom, I have a whole wall filled with various toys, <laughs> uh, not just <laughs> Star Wars, but I have, I've got a lot of stuff, uh, different pieces, uh, just fun stuff I've collected. So even a local either, sure. band made me a custom Tim Pyle pop figure. Oh, right. <laughs> I have a few. I have a few Funko pops, but I actually have like a pretty cool looking. I mean, the packaging, the whole deal. It looks legit. And it, it is me.
2: Wow. I have a,
1: a a Darth Vader lightsaber uh, that my buddy got me. A really nice, like, legend Darth Vader lightsaber from um, Rogue One. That I whip out once in a while.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Kind of chase the neighborhood kids around with it. Get off my lawn, kind of thing. That uh, yeah, I would serve. Yeah, out. Yeah.
1: Okay, good, good. And I've collected a bunch of stuff from Batu. I've gotten a bunch of stuff from Batu. Oh, from the,
0: the Star Wars land at previous, Disneyland.
1: Yeah, Galaxy's Edge from the previous ten months uh, that, that I was able to go before it got locked down before they
0: shut it down. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. What, what did you get? That, what did you get on Batu? Did you get? one of the droids or a lightsaber or anything like that?
1: Well, because I have this really cool Darth Vader one, which is not interchangeable kind of things that you can get at the uh, Galaxy's Edge. But, I, I, you know, I have this nice lightsaber that I, I, I wouldn't say I play with it a lot. So I couldn't really push myself to do that, even though it's actually an experience that you can't experience unless you do it. But I do have a cool droid, and I really enjoy my droid. And I've bought a couple accessories over repeated visits. I have a, I have the nub nub glass from the uh, cantina, which is like a Ewok designed uh, tiki glass.
2: Oh, crazy!
1: That. Oh, I got the, the Coke and Sprite bottles. I brought those from the park. That look like uh, the little thermal, thermal detonators. detonators. Yeah, I'm
0: actually looking at one right now.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs>
1: um, what else did I get in there? Oh.
0: Have you been to the little, the, the kind of pet shop where you buy the, you know, they have them all in the bins and then when you leave, they give you the carrying case. It looks like a little, you know, an a pet carrying case oh, kind yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've checked it all out. They even have a little booklet that now they have at the park. Well, when they when it was open, that kind of explained all the creatures. It was It's really meant for kids, but if you ask nicely, it's like a, a Disney freebie, but it's a little... Booklets, kind of describing all the different creatures and and everything there in Batu that you might see. So,
0: oh, that's cool. <laughs> I got one of those. Oh, that's awesome. I, those. I didn't know they. Yeah. I didn't even know they had those. Yeah, you gotta kind of prod them sometimes to get some some good stuff out of them, don't you?
1: Well, you know, I've got so. I mean, I've been a Disney person, but not like this. Over the years, I've gone once a year, and you know, I'd enjoy the things I knew. But now, since I was able to go so much, I was delving deep into minutiae that I might be able to experience that I didn't know about, or, you know, well, hell I'm going all the time. Let's go check this stuff out. Sure. So um, that's been a a huge thing about it. What I've discovered, you know, through those experiences.
0: Cool. 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 All right. We're going to have to talk about Disneyland some other time too, because you have, (laughs) you have a deep abiding love and, and appreciation of it. Like I do. I think we've kind of talked about that in the past. So
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely after this last 10 months or, you know, the previous, uh, before the lockdown, the last, I knew it might happen. So March 6th was my last visit and I had a great time.
0: Oh, that's great. You made it. Yeah. You kind of made it just before they shut everything down more or less like yeah. a week or so. Well,
1: good I would have gone, I would have gone on Friday the 13th, but yeah, the wife wasn't having
0: it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. it was getting a little, things were getting a little kind of iffy and scary right around that time, but we well, yeah. good. Yeah. Well what would you say what do you love the most about Star Wars just kind of in general the story you know special effects what what's your favorite thing kind of generally overall speaking about Star Wars
1: I think it's kind of the the swashbuckling element of it you know and the and the kind of the, the western you know the things that I, I've learned about it since seeing the film you know you obviously it has this kind of flow and you get these characters, which, you know, obviously Han Solo is a little bit more like a swashbuckler. But, you know, it's it, it, it's those films that our parents even were watching that were fascinated by the science fiction, like, um, you know, Buck Rogers or something. And
0: sure. Flash I, Gordon I, I, or something like that. Flash right?
1: Gordon. Yeah. yeah, it's weird because, like, I like Star Trek. I do. But I'm much more fascinated by the, the, the Star Wars world and what they've created and um you know maybe it is because it's something that happened you know just like anything you know it's that sweet spot like it happened to me when I was 11 years old you know when when it was happening that moment you know nobody knew what the hell the thing was and all of a sudden there's this huge thing that really changed the face of uh you know filmmaking and theater going and the whole thing but yeah I think uh just that that kind of element you know where kind of like a road show swashbuckling uh, they're not pirates but you know it's that whole that whole
0: thing you know the high yeah, adventure like it's tales of adventure yeah yeah it's kind of got a little bit yeah. of everything doesn't it it kind of does yeah and also like you said I, I think that's something like for me i was 7 in 77 when it came out and it definitely yeah. hit me in the sweet spot and then as far as for me, it was like the toys. I grew up playing with the toys from seven to about like 11 or so. And so that, that's a huge, huge thing. If you had been 21 and were more interested in going out and partying or just whatever, you know, you, you may not have had this, uh, like as much of a lover or appreciation of star Wars, like you do. So that's, yeah, that's interesting. I've never really thought about it from that perspective. Like maybe you just saw it at just the right time. Like, I, and, and kind of an aside, like the Harry Potter movies. Are you kind of into yeah. the Harry Potter movies or no? Yes You, you and I are both kind of older when those movies came out, and I like them. I, didn't I like them the a lot. Books. I didn't read the books either. Yeah. But that's not that but same level of appreciation that maybe younger people who saw it when they're kids had exactly. for it.
1: I was a Hobbit guy, so oh, that was yeah. something I read in my youth. Although I did finally just see The Hobbit. I hadn't seen that film yet again because I hadn't gone to movies. But Star Wars, yeah, I make the effort to go to that. I've been fortunate to still get to go to pre-advance radio uh, screenings of of the films over oh, the years. Oh, good for you! Oh, uh, you're stoked. That's which, great. Which is really nice. And gosh, this last one I saw three times. I bought a ticket. I bought or got to go to the radio advance, and then yeah, I bought this really cool thing from Disney Movies where. It came in this beautiful box, and it's a backpack, Star Wars backpack, Star Wars two Star Wars beanies, a tin movie poster sign, lightsaber chopstick, popcorn bucket, crazy uh, (laughs) uh, light and light and dark side buttons that switch gold buttons that like you could you know they can be you can be light or dark side they're they're reversible. It was like the coolest thing for like fifty bucks. Oh wow, dude, that's insane. That's
0: absolutely ridiculous
1: because. The buttons, the backpack is really cool. It's like a satchel backpack, but the buttons alone, like, you know, people are such button fanatics and I don't, I don't think you can get these things anywhere. So they kind of stand out. They're really nice gold and I, I got a lot of compliments on them. So that was kind of cool.
0: Oh, wow, that's crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's, uh, let's do a Mad Lib. Give me an adjective, please. Any descriptive word you can
1: um, think of? Happy. Happy? Yep.
0: Okay. All right. A noun?
1: Person, place, or thing. Person, place,
0: or thing. Yes, sir. A
1: spatula.
0: Spatula. Okay. Another adjective. Slow. Slow. Okay. Perfect. All right. A noun. A place. In this case. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Okay. Great. All right. Home of Dillinger Four. That's good. Okay. Another adjective.
1: Viral. Viral.
0: Okay. Another adjective. Dainty. Dainty. Mm-hmm. dainty okay now a plural noun in uh, a vehicle specifically a vehicle yeah it has to be a vehicle apparently tanks tanks, tanks. all right another adjective Death. Dead. dead 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 all right one more adjective wow they're hitting with with a lot of adjectives in holy shit <laughs> uh bald bald okay all right a plural noun Oops. uh bill gates bill gates okay bill gates's <laughs> Yeah, Does that works. That works for me, man. That works. Okay, another adjective.
1: Jesus Christ! No, is that considered an adjective? Jesus
0: Christ! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Um, how about Christ? Christ-like would be yes. Yeah, let's let's use that. We'll throw. I'm gonna. Right, okay. I'm gonna add that for you. So a plural noun. Uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms. Okay. You know, you you can throw in you know fart, ass, butt, any of that anytime you want. That's fine. So don't worry. You know, it's oh. a... <laughs> all right. Another plural noun. Dicks. Dicks. Okay, finally we got you to throw some profanity out there. I know, I know, it's hard sometimes in your line of work. <laughs> it's not something that you get to say when you're talking to somebody all the time. Okay, uh, another adjective. Thirst. 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 Okay, another noun. Rabbit. Rabbit, okay. Okay, a verb. Verb. Action word. Verb is the word. Verb is the word. Action. Running. Okay. Uh, another adjective. Is how about flick? Okay, and then a verb. Verb Verb is a what again? <laughs> a verb, uh, like an action, some kind of an action.
1: Okay. Um. Walking. Go. Oh, perfect. Okay.
0: And then a plural noun. Plural noun. Yes, sir. But, but or buts? It has to be plural, so it have it have to be butts.
1: But okay, butts work. Butts works, you. yes, sir.
0: <laughs> plural noun type of job. DJs, DJs, radio, yes. radio broadcaster. <laughs> there you go, broadcasters. Okay, perfect. Okay, another adjective. There's only three more. An adjective, a verb, and another adjective. Adjective,
1: um, I'm curious. Curious. Okay.
0: Good. All right, and a verb. Mike Pence. That's it. A- <laughs> No, that's a, a vile, oh. that's a vile human being. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't be a, I'm sorry. <laughs> let's see. How can you describe Mike? It'd have to be an adverb for something. Smarmy. 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 Okay. That, we'll use that for the adjective. Smarmy. And then, yeah, verb, like an action. Um, um, con- constipated? There, uh, uh, let's see. Is that an action? No, that's a, <laughs> no. <laughs> we could say um, diarrhea like in other words, or pooped would also be a. Uh,
1: How about uh, drop the kids off? No. <laughs> just, How about I need more? I need another sip of wine. <laughs> right,
0: I, I'm already. I'm like a beer and a half in, so I'm doing pretty good right now. I'm happy. I'm happy to be where I'm at. So I would be anyways, but I'm, I'm like happier pooped? than usual. Yes, Wait, pooped. What was the last one? Again? No, pooped, pooped is perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Okay, we're done. Okay, let's read this back. Let's re- I know that was a pain. Uh, yeah, we'll skip the second one. That was a pain in the ass. It's like, I went to school. <laughs> right? All right, Star <laughs> Wars. Star Wars is a happy spatula of slow versus evil in a Minneapolis far, far away. There are viral battles between dainty tanks in dead space and bald duels with Bill Gates's called Christ-like sabers. What the fuck? Doesn't make a lot of sense. All right. Mushrooms called droids are helpers and dicks to the heroes. Well, some of them are, I guess. <laughs> a thirsty power called the rabbit runs people to do flicking things like walking butts. Okay, <laughs> The Jedi radio DJs use the force for the curious side and the Sith poop it for... The smarmy side. Okay, there we go. All right. There we go. Hey. little drum roll there for
1: that. Is that from your new drum set? No,
0: it's yeah. my. It's the little sound pad things that I got. So, yes.
1: <laughs> uh, well, thanks
0: for that, Bob. Of course, of course. All right, well, let's... I've, I've, I haven't done a Mad Lib in a long time. All right, so for the next thing, what we're going to do, I just want to get some quick, your kind of general thoughts. And I'm going to ask you about every movie, okay? I'm going to throw every movie at you. And just some quick thoughts about what you think about the movie basically. I left the sure. Clone Wars, The Mandalorian and the Christmas special out. Kind of what, you know, <laughs> m- m- what I'm getting at is what made it good for you, what made it bad if there is any bad. Uh, episode 1, The Phantom Menace, episode 1. What are your um what are
1: your thoughts there? You know, all the new films, I mean waiting waiting for them and, and always knowing, I guess that's the weird thing. I was thinking about that, you know, because as far as we really knew, you know, like it, we'd heard the rumors of more films, you know, but the three films was all we thought we were ever getting. So yeah. 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 Right. That was, that was pretty exciting. Let's see. Um, Jar Jar Banks is in that one,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. That's our introduction to Jar Jar Banks, Unfortunately. Yes.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I rewatched it leading up to the final film and you know, it's, he doesn't bother me. You know, I'm, I'm okay with Jar Jar. I think, uh, I think it's the lighthearted. I mean, it's a little goofy, but it's like, none of that shit ruins the movie
0: for me ever. Um, Okay, good. Okay, good, good, good. That's refreshing to hear. That's actually refreshing for me to hear. I think, I
1: think when it comes to all the films, I'm really a fan of the, the practical sets and how that comes across in the, in the films. So, some of those films and the digital stuff is a little bit, you know, it, it loses me a, a
0: little bit. But, it's a uh, bit I much. It's heavy. It's heavy on the CG for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed and then, you know, they obviously have brought that back, but you know, using real sets and um, just giving it that more tangible feel, you know, which you, you kind of loved about the
0: original films. Yeah, cuz it but, l- looked um, like and felt like a real place in your mind when you're watching it in some ways.
1: Yes. Yeah. But like, um yeah, Jar Jar Binks did not bother me.
0: Oh cool. Okay. All right, good, good. Okay. What about Attack of the Clones? What'd you think about that?
1: You know, I just love so much Ewan McGregor. You know, I mean, he's he's, he's the one great. that carries all all those films for me more than anything.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm with you. I
1: there. enjoyed I think just seeing uh the 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 huge battles and the that that all that stuff was pretty epic to to actually see even though obviously it was again a lot of the the c g i stuff but um
0: at least you got to see you know, like Jedi fighting in like a big battle a big fight kind of thing which you'd always yeah. kind of wondered about right from the other movies like what would it be like if there were a hundred Jedi all fighting these things, you know, like, wow. And then you get to actually kind of see that, which is cool. That's what I, yeah. that's what I like about that movie too. Yep. What about, Big um, battles? there you go. What, what about revenge of the Sith? What did you think about revenge of the Sith?
1: Yeah, I guess for me, yeah, order, order 66, seeing that executed. But again, I mean, those films are cool, but just the, the, the heavy CGI stuff. I mean, I was just so happy. That the story was being continued. That it and continued, yeah, I, sure, sure. And I don't, I don't, I can't. I'm not that cynical. I'm a pretty easygoing person. So, like, I'm sure people are, you know, still offended by Jar Jar Binks. But even back then, you know, it didn't really bother me. I mean, I just go in and enjoy a movie. It's. I'm not trying to hyper criticize
0: or like tear you know, it I'm, down, I'm tear sure, it apart. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, like. The decisions made by the filmmakers whatever i mean i'm like again it's just fun to it's fun to live in that world in that star wars galaxy and so the fact that there's been more than just the three films and like we got the mandalorian now like it's, it's kind of ridiculous how how it's grown from and you didn't think that was going to happen no no we thought then, that you know?
0: that was it kind of we were done with it and we were never going to get anything else ever again you know except for you know, maybe something here and there, a comic book or something like that, or a book. Yeah, yeah. You know, but no movies. Yeah, it opened up. It, you know, what I gotta say about those first the 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 prequel trilogy, it opened up the door to that ended up leading to Disney buying Star Wars, and then that led to the Mandalorian and the the new trilogy. So it kind of, yeah. I mean, it, it yeah, it keeps it keeps going, and that's great. I have no yeah. problem with that. What about the solo movie? What did you think of that? Did you, have you seen the solo movie?
1: Uh, I mean, both them in Rogue One. I mean, I, I thought solo was fun, dude. That, it, I, was I really it, fun. Enjoyed it was a
0: good adventure, wasn't it? Like a good yeah, story. I, yeah. I yeah.
1: enjoyed the guy that played him, you know? It's like, I just can't stand people getting so butt hurt. Yeah. That yeah, sucks. I thought, I thought, that sucks.
0: Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I it, It's like, oh, dude, just, you know what? At the end of the day, it's just a movie. (laughs) It's a great series, but it's not real life. I mean, get mad about things that really matter. You know, it's kind of like, well, do what you want, but, you know, come on, don't take it so seriously. It's not hurting you or or anything like that. All right. So we talked briefly the other day uh, before this talk. Your favorite movie of the original trilogy, at least, is uh, Episode Four A New Hope, right? Sure. Going.
1: start somewhere i mean you know that's what's so weird it's like when you get to have the privilege to absorb something beginning as it's happening as opposed to having the opportunity like your children to just take on the whole thing at once it's like the beatles it's like you know you look at the beatles catalog over the course of their career and how much they change you know but us in hindsight being older you look at that um it's just different you know like it's so different to have lived through it and, and experienced it as it happened. Sure. So I feel very lucky, like you, to to have been there. And you know, it's just like obviously I'm, I'm sure you're a, a Star Trek fan too, but, and and I was, and it is still that space and science fiction and all of that. And it's cool, and I yeah, yeah enjoy totally, it. totally cool. I, I enjoy, enjoy it too, it, yeah. But I'm not a fanboy over it. I mean,
0: same here. And again, yeah. I'm a same here.
1: I'm I'm am i I'm a you know I'm just a fan. You know, like I don't geek out. I'm not the person that knows every name, every nuance, every trivia question. I never claimed. To be, uh, I just like it. I like the movie. I'm a fan of Star Wars, you know? It's
0: pretty simple. Gotcha. Cool, cool. All right. What did you think of the new movies? The the new, the final trilogy and the Skywalker saga kind of thing?
1: You know what I wish they would have done? Kind of like The Hobbit is it was worthy of two films. And I mean, I don't know if that's a money grab, but I think it would have been cool to uh, been able to dig deeper a little bit. Like there were a couple things that were kind of weird to me. That you had to find out later, like for example, there's the one scene between um, Lando Calrissian and and that African American girl, and they kind of have this interchange that seems kind of creepy. Right, sitting on her.
0: Why don't you come but with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right.
1: But it's supposed to be his daughter. It's supposed to be like his daughter,
0: right? And it's like
1: there's a whole backstory, and you know he had a child, and it was taken, and right. So for the first first time, I bought. I have the encyclopedia, the visual visual guide to the last film, and, you know, it explains explains some of it. Like, you know, you kind of wonder who are all those fucking Sith worshippers in that crowd, you know? You never see those people, but yet there's thousands of them there, you know? And And it's kind
0: of like, wait, where the fuck did you guys come from? Like, have you been here the whole time, or...? whoa 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 like hold on hold on. where do you guys eat where do you get groceries on this yeah. planet anyways you know do they ship them in i don't think so it's a hard fucking place to get to isn't it so <laughs> and
1: then maybe it was i thought it was kind of funny that that uh that um chewie got a, a medal that was a little pandering but i mean sure i, I have sure. to admit I, I i clapped i guess or, or i, I did too oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: i i but you know you appreciated it maybe because you thought oh it's cool because they didn't give him a medal at the end of episode four or whatever right and it's like oh he, yeah chewie finally gets his medal like okay okay yeah i think that that's kind of a cool like a one of the little inside jokes that they'll throw in every now and then i, I like stuff like that though you know yeah but one last question really what about the future for star wars what what kind of things is there anything you'd like to see like more tv shows they're supposed to be doing some kind of obi-wan spin-offs series kind of like the mandalorian in a way but focusing on obi-wan or there's a new trilogy even i've heard about like an old republic trilogy supposedly they were working on yeah well there's a new book right
1: and then maybe some more female led kind of uh, star Wars stories or something like that. I think I'd, I'd even read about, but, uh, Oh, I mean, the Mandalorian has just nailed it Yeah, with the, the mix of the modern technology and, uh, and the sets that they use because they're doing some new groundbreaking stuff on that show that I haven't really looked that much into, but I think it involves like big, like screens, You know, like almost like TV screens, or they're able to put these these images up. Not quite sure. I've seen some pictures, but I haven't. Mm. I just know they're doing something completely different on the Mandalorian, which is new. But dude, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that just that more than even the 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 films that has just given us as Star Wars fans all those those little things from uh, you know the 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 little uh, the little creature that is. job of the hut sidekick that there are many of those and they actually eat <laughs> right, them yeah. and you know you, you, you uh, see you, you uh, see yeah. that dude of course they ha- I, I, that's one thing i do i still want to get one of those at galaxy's edge when i get back there one of the, the spider monkeys or are-
0: kawakian spider monkey i have one but not the <laughs> puppet one from galaxy's edge i have one from the old like star trader that's just like a bendable okay. opposable one yeah i wanted yeah i saw the the you know the person with the the little monkey lizard thing. And I was like, Oh my God, I want that so bad. And I walked over, how much is it? It was like 90 bucks. I was like, Oh no, I can't do that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that. But that was cool. Right. That scene where he's walking through and it's like, Oh no, like it's next to get roasted. Oh God. Uh, That show is a Um, thing of wonder. All of it. I mean, Disney seems
1: to, uh, to want to do more, obviously. I mean, they own it now. So, I was confused about the uh, the you and McGregor Obi Wan thing because that looked like it wasn't happening, but I guess it is happening. I guess,
0: yeah, yeah. As far as I know, yeah, that's yeah, cool. There's a lot to look forward to. But, it seems like so.
1: And you know, one of these days, um, I, I was going to start going down the Clone Wars uh, route, but I I, ha- I watched the movie, but I I haven't watched any of the uh, really watched any of the series, and I know the series I think just ended recently yeah or
0: they, they just came out with a final season yeah
1: yeah yeah but that answers a lot of the questions
0: it does and it's yeah. worthy but it kind of for me it didn't get good until around the third season and once you get right. into the third season it kind of starts to get pretty dark and pretty gnarly and very adult you know in a lot of ways and it's it's right. good it's not bad it's just there's a lot of it there's a lot to go through i try there's so many episodes i mean it's insane
1: when you look at that, it's just like anything. Looking at the body of work, I'm like, oh my God, like, I want to watch this. It's going to take a while to it does, watch all dude, of It does, dude.
0: I've been trying since like October and I'm still only halfway through. So and I'm not trying real hard, you know, but. But that's where you
1: found out. That's the kind of place you find out that Darth Maul is still alive. Right. And it's yes. now yes. like this robot character because,
0: right right you know. yes and that's it, kind of like so what? those
1: things you know i i know that because i, I you know i read enough about Wars, but i haven't watched it
0: so. cool well that's something to check out for sure yeah yeah um rebels also i would say is a worthy worthy watch the first season is right. not terrific i don't think but the second and third seasons are really really good i, I really got into that heavy and i did i binge that i mean i I kind of charged through that because I started getting really into it so
1: I do love cartoons but yeah I just that's the weird thing I have not committed to to watching all of those they're hard I guess, it, they it, are and
0: you got to do yeah. it that's the thing you have to kind of convince yourself to do it and it, I'll tell you it is it's worth <laughs> it it just takes some yeah. some doing you know to do it for sure yep
1: well I do have Disney plus, oh, good have for you. plus. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: me too yeah I was first day man, man Mandalorian and he, he. I was like I got it I have yeah. to do this I have to do this Mysterious Galaxy specializes in sci-fi, fantasy, mystery, and other genre fiction. At their new location in Point Loma, they even have an entire section dedicated to Star Wars for all your May the 4th needs and beyond. Order from them online at MistGalaxy.com. that's M-Y-S-T-G-A-L-A-X-Y.com, and follow them on social media at Myst Galaxy Books for recommendations, book news, and exciting events. Let's talk a little about the amazing selection of Star Wars-related books available at Mysterious Galaxy, because you'll never have to say, Commander, tear this bookstore apart until you found those books! No, at Mysterious Galaxy, the huge selection of Star Wars books are easy to find online or in the store and are as plentiful as Anakin's midi-chlorian counts. From Star Wars cookbooks like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the official Black Spire Outpost cookbook, to juvenile fiction like Star Wars Jedi Academy, Attack of the Furball, to novels like Resistance Reborn, Mysterious Galaxy has your Star Wars book needs covered. So go online to www.mistgalaxy.com, that's www.mystgalaxy.com. That's ww.mystg-a-l-a-x-y.com. And may the Force be with you in your search for the sci-fi, fantasy, young adult, mystery, or horror books you've been looking for. All right, well, let's finish up. We'll do, uh, I'll hit you with some trivia real quick. It'll only take a couple minutes here. There is a prize for you successfully completing this trivia challenge. If the judge determines you're worthy, you will get a $50 gift card to San Diego's finest independent bookstore, Mysterious Galaxy. Uh, I am the only judge, so don't worry about it too much. I'm sure you'll do fine. <laughs> There's one question for every movie in the Skywalker saga. So it's going to be episode one through nine. Question number one. In episode one, shortly after Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan meet Jar Jar Binks, they all travel to the underwater kingdom of the Gungans, the city of Otogunga. Shortly after arrival at o- Otogunga, this trio leaves the city via a submarine or a submersible vehicle. What do the Gungans call that vehicle or what is that? what type of vehicle is that? What's its name?
1: I love that part on Star Tours. That's like my favorite is when you leave in the, uh, the ship that's kind of like an octopi. Oh, right. It has squid. that
0: kind of look to it, like, almost like a manta ray-ish kind of thing.
1: Yeah, manta ray, and it's got like the squid, squid so I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> it,
0: is, it is a bongo, a Gungan bongo. Bongo! Bongo, yep. Yeah, bongo.
1: I got a bongo in my living room. Oh, wait, never mind.
0: (laughs) Not that kind of bongo. Okay, question number two. Attack of the Clones, episode two. Obi-Wan Kenobi follows the trail of a mysterious dart that was used to kill some kind of shape-shifting assassin early on in the movie. When Obi-Wan arrives at this planet, he finds an army of clones ready to fight for the Republic. How interesting. uh, What is the name of the planet where he found all those clones?
1: I get to show everybody my stupidity.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> I have okay. no idea. It's a, oh no. Oh no, it's Camino. Camino is the name. Camino. Yes, yes.
1: Oh Camino, the planet, the planet where the Yeah, never mind.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number three, episode three. Chancellor Palpatine and Anakin Skywalker meet at some kind of galactic opera house or something. I don't know what was going on in that scene. Palpatine told Anakin a story about a Sith Lord who had such a knowledge of the dark side of the Force. He could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. Word on the street is that this Dark Lord of the Sith was Palpatine's master and trainer. Uh, what was the name of that Sith Lord? Is Darth Sidious? That is that is Palpatine's character, is Darth Sidious. It was the master of Darth Sidious. Uh-huh. He's only referenced once in episode three in this one, that weird opera scene. And he says yeah. the name of him. Darth, I'll give you a hint. Darth something the wise. Have you ever heard the story of Darth blank the wise? Yes, the Anakin. Yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember? That's okay. That's okay. Darth Plagueis, the wise. Plagueis. 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 Darth Plagueis. This is from episode four, question number four. A New Hope got to a question about the best or one of the best Star Wars movies of all time. Luke Skywalker, before he became a hero of the Rebellion and a Jedi, was a simple farm boy that led a simple but hardworking life. All that work on the moisture farm could really bring a teenager down, I'd imagine, Like the time that Luke wanted to go to blank to pick up some power converters. But Uncle Owen would not let him go. He was talking to Uncle Owen and said, "'Oh, but I wanted to go to blank to pick up some power converters.'" So I have these. <laughs> we'll just give you the blank on that. That's okay. Uh, Tashi Station. Tashi Station. Oh was my it? God. Yes, he said. Yeah, he said. No, but I wanted to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Okay. All right. Are these things that you know? Yes, they <laughs> are What's actually. They are actually. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are a nerd. I am a sorry. massive nerd. I truly am. You're right. No, no, you're right. Okay, episode five, question number five. The asteroid field scene (laughs) in episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, features some fancy flying by Han Solo and Chewbacca in the Millennium Falcon, as well as a clever ploy to hide from the Empire for a little bit when the Falcon lands inside what is supposedly a cavern on a giant asteroid. The ship gains some unwelcome passengers, strange creatures that are trying to chew on the power cables on the outside of the Millennium Falcon. What's the name of those creatures? Bat-like power cable chewing creatures inside of the asteroid. Don't know. Don't know. They are they are me. <laughs> they are minox. 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 They are minox yes sir. Yes, sir. Question number six. God damn it. It's <laughs> okay. Question... Can I call a friend? <laughs> no, there is no, no call please. a friend in this. Absolutely not. No, I'm sorry. Uh, question number six, episode six. So he returned? Can to... I share
1: something real quick?
0: Of course There's you can. There's a new video,
1: but new video by a local band called uh, Kitty Plague for a song about minox. Oh,
0: they What's have a man? song about minox? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's out now. Episode 6, Luke Skywalker returns to Tatooine, but it was not a pleasure trip. While attempting to rescue Han Solo, Luke Skywalker and friends are nearly fed to this resident of the Great Pit of Karkoon. What is the name of this giant Boba Fett eating beast in the sand that tries to eat Luke and his friends? What the hell is a thing called a Sarlacc? Yes, Sarlacc. It is Uh, the Sarlacc. Good job, Tim. Good job. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question. There's only three more. Question number seven. Question number seven. We were greeted by some new faces in episode seven, The Force Awakens, as well as getting reacquainted with some familiar faces. One of the new heroes of the Star Wars saga was a former First Order stormtrooper whose name slash designation was apparently too much for Resistance pilot Poe Dameron to handle. Finn is his name, and sanitation work was his game, in the first order at least. What was Finn's unit or designation before he switched to the Resistance?
1: You mean like his 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 Stormtrooper
0: number? number. Yes, his Stormtrooper number. Uh, FN-2187. Bingo. FN-2187 it is. You got it. You got it. All right. I'm not, I'm not as dumb as I thought. <laughs> You're good. You're good. All right. Question number eight. <laughs> the Last Jedi. One of the better scenes in episode eight involves a fight between Kylo Ren, ray and the supreme leader of the First Order's personal guards. What is the name of the supreme leader of the First Order before he is killed by Kylo Ren, that is? Snoke. You got it. Snoke it is. All right, Snoke. Uh, Question number nine. (laughs) The final question. The grand finale of the Skywalker family saga opens with a strange twist. The Emperor of the Galactic Empire is still alive? I thought he got tossed down an elevator shaft and exploded in a burst of something. Well, Emperor Palpatine isn't an easy person to kill, apparently. And he's getting ready to take over the galaxy one more time. On his new base of operations, the very hard-to-reach planet named Blank. Is that Exegol? It is Exegol. Exegol, Exegol it is. All right, you did not do terribly bad. You got four out of nine questions right. Let's consult with the judges. Uh, Should we give him this prize? (laughs) Okay, the... The judges have spoken. That's uh, that's Wookiee for, yes. Wookie for yes. That's Wookiee for yes. So Looks like you are the winner of the Star Wars Trivia Challenge on your birthday. About- May the 4th. Thank you. Yes, you got it. And that is, again, it's a $50 gift card to San Diego's finest independent bookstore, Mysterious Galaxy. Yes, thank you so much, man. That's about all I got for you tonight. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, I appreciate it. Next time we'll talk about Galaxy's
1: Edge when it comes back.
0: There you go. Cool, man. Sounds good. Sounds good.
1: All uh- right. All right. Thanks for watching. You have a
0: great one. You got it. Take care, buddy. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Well, we didn't exactly answer the age old question of who shot first here. Uh, It was Han, by the way, but we did have a lot of fun. I did. I did for sure. I hope you did too. A huge thank you to John Cougar Concentration Camp Supernova and MC Chris for the songs in this episode. I truly appreciate each and every one of you and your love of Star Wars. How much do you have to love Star Wars to write, record, and release a song about Star Wars? A lot. That's fucking awesome. I think it is. Also, a huge, huge thank you to Rad Coffee and Mysterious Galaxy for doing what you do and your support of the Bobcast in this episode in particular. Thank you. Go check out Rad Coffee if you're in the Inland Empire. They're at 232 North 2nd Avenue in Upland, California. Or you can order stuff online from Rad Coffee at www.rad.coffee.com. Mysterious Galaxy? Seriously. This is the best bookstore in San Diego. Especially if you're, if you're a voracious reader like I am of sci-fi, fantasy, horror, any of that stuff, the place is absolutely rad. Their store is at 3555 Rosecrans Street, number 107 in the Sports Arena area of San Diego. Though note, as of right now, as of May the 4th, the retail location is closed. Hopefully, they will be opening back up soon. You can browse online at www.mistgalaxy.com that's M-Y-S-T-G-A-L-A-X-Y.com. Check out their absolutely amazing selection of books at Mysterious Galaxy. Fantastic place. That store blows me away. Also, keep your eyes peeled for virtual events with authors and more on the Mysterious Galaxy website as well. They always have something great going on. A big high five and thank you to Tim Piles for being the guest on this episode. Great to talk to you, Tim. Really was. Thank you from the bottom of my dark side filled heart. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget. Subscribe, rate, and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Here is MC Chris with the song, Fets, Vet." May the Force Be With You.
2: Who's in my sespa? In my DeLorean. War's over, I'm a piece of Mandalorian. Story is star, Wars historian, story in Steven debate, but they play at Benegance. Rhyme renegade, show to penetrate. First and second offense, I won't hesitate. Gotta jabba do and Darth the guy but delegates. Got something against skywalker, some money really hates. I don't give a fuck. I'm after solo, for all I carry. Could be behind it, Yoda's Dojo Gotta make the money, credit's no good. When I run running shop in your neighborhood, think you can cook, I got a grappling hook. Let's make this quick, cause I'm really booked I'm a devious degenerate, defender of the devil Shook on all the trash compactors on the (laughs) detention level My backpacks got chance Well I'm boba, all the fat Well I bounty hunt for enigma get inside a slave one find your home and signal from endor to heart lead to spark i'll find what you want but there's gonna be a car say my name is boba fett i know my shit is tight start acting right yo frozen a carbonite got telescopic sight flame throwers on my wrist you still don't, don't get the gist the spike puts made a kick targets are made hit. Talk, a made hit. hit you think i give a shit your mama is a bitch i see you in the I let no man put us under or SD be put under as in six feet Got an imperial fleet backing me up, gonna blow up any attempt to defeat They got a death stock, I for payments on my car, handed over to Hammerhead at most I see. bar Used to carjack him, he's a bar back Just go to show how you can get back on the right track As for me, that's not an option, can't say that with more clarity Me going legit would be like George Jar with speech therapy My backpacks, got jets, well I'm bold, i that the well I bounty hunt for job I'm then I'm gone, Jabba has a hit fit, contact a in overcoat the plan of politics it's legit. Back in the day when I was a slave, living life in a fast lane, like in a pod race, Means. Street-